0: Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology
1: live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time.
0: All right, y'all, peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again. We are live. We are in full effect. Um, I'm so happy and thankful to be broadcasting today. Um, The Wednesday broadcast, Wednesday afternoon broadcast that I started out doing has kind of escaped me, but, you know, that's really indicative um, of the time that we're in right now. Everything is like shifting uh, between Mercury Retrograde, which rules broadcasting of any kind on the air, you know, um, video broadcasting, blogging, um, blogging, any type of communication is, you know, being, I'm not going to say being manipulated, but it's definitely in this I call it the shifting sand of Virgo Because that's the sign that Mercury is retrograding in Virgo is an earth sign So it's not like these murky waters It's not a water sign It's these shifting sands Think of quicksand Think of the stability of even regular sand And that will give you like a visual Of the times that we're in right now You know, you can build your house on sand if you want to you can build your house on quicksand if you want to, <laughs> but you're not going to get very far. You're not going to get very far at all to even finish the house, let alone uh, successfully move in that house. So, you know, I'm, I'm going with it. I'm My whole a, a significant part of my chart is ruled by this material energy, so I've had time to get intimately acquainted with it, even from a conscious perspective of knowing my chart and knowing the flow of my chart, knowing what happens with me personally when these uh, Mercury retrogrades happen. That's the beauty of getting to know yourself astrologically. I mean, you don't have to, but it's it's a really cool tool to pull out of your back pocket as things in your life come up. When Mercury retrogrades happen and you know that Mercury rules a significant part of your chart, you don't fall apart. You don't go into hiding. You don't, you know, go doom and gloom on yourself, you know, forecasting the worst outcomes possible when you know this isn't the final, final answer. It can't be. Mercury is going to, the very degrees Mercury is going over right now today Mercury is going to pass over again near the end of September. Hello? The, the things that are coming up for inspection right now, we're going to get a final go at them later on after Mercury stations direct on September the 5th. So there's no need to fall apart, there's no need to get all out of sorts. Take advantage of the energy of things being out of sorts. Take full advantage of it. The uncertainty of the 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 foundation of sand. You know the 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 footing underneath you. Feeling like you're walking on sand, or even walking on um, quicksand, and and utilize that as as a vantage point that you can shift some things. You can be proactive about shifting some things yourself. Okay, I don't know how, you know, especially depending on what area of your chart Mercury is retrograding. It's going to, not only is it significant for right now, considering Mercury just stationed retrograde yesterday, but it's significant for this solar eclipse coming up next Monday that's going to be impacting us for at least six months and, and definitely, since this is a great eclipse for a lot longer, so take advantage of things coming back up. You, and, and as a matter of fact, as a tweet, y'all know, I don't believe in waiting on things. This whole show has been built on the premise of staying ahead to keep from having to get ahead. And when we're in a season like a Mercury retrograde, which is a season of going back, going back over a thing, going back over a thing to review it, going back over a thing, reflecting upon it, all these RE words, going back over a thing to uh, redo it, take advantage of that in the context of getting ahead of that energy to say, what can I especially the things that are actually bothering you. That's probably the area. If you were to look at your actual astrological and natal chart in the context of the transit of Mercury Retrograde, you would likely find that it's those very areas of your life that are being directly impacted. And that's exactly what Mercury Retrograde wants you to do. It's these things coming up for inspection. A lot of times, because we, we haven't dealt with them uh, adequately, up until now, and Mercury retrograde is kind of, uh, I kind of look at it like spanking us, but, you know, it's just kind of putting it back in our faces, back, returning RE, it's kind of putting it back in our faces to say, okay, you kn- especially here in Virgo, because Virgo is like the perfection, Virgo wants to fix things, Virgo wants to be accurate and exact and precise, and it's detail-oriented. And so it's, it's this idea of things coming back to us for us to inspect them. So on this final pass around the end of September, we can, say, we can say, okay, you know what? I'm satisfied with this now. Like I did that shit. You know, I made these final decisions. I was able to in a time of uncertainty right now while Mercury is retrograde, The past, like, couple of weeks while Mercury has been in the shadow phase, the pre-shadow period, leading up to this retrograde phase, to say, you know what, things were uncertain, things were on shaky ground, but what I like about it personally is that because things are uncertain and on shaky ground, I have the liberty to shift them, to shift with the shift. Y'all know that's my thing. If things are shifting anyway, I might as well play around in that and take liberties to shift some things as well. Well, hell. Y'all, the thing, uh, they do the thing, you see it a lot on like sitcoms and stuff and they'll basically create a diversion. And so while there's this, Attack or something going on on stage left, then somebody will be on stage right getting done what they want to get done. Cause hell, ain't nobody paying attention to that. So it's it's a similar feel to me energetically and spiritually, where it's like things are pretty chaotic <laughs> to say the least. Things are pretty up in the air, and we're juggling a lot of things in our mental, a lot of things that pertain to Mercury our mentality, our thoughts, our communication, messages, things, things with our siblings, you know, things with our relatives, not just siblings, but, um, you know, aunts and uncles and cousins. And so um, things in our local neighborhood, our community, things as it relates to short-distance travel, things as it relates to communication devices, and so you might as well play around with it a, with it a little bit anyway. I mean, don't be, get reckless because Virgo, with its precise, exact, you know, energy, you could get that ass spanked for real, you know, and, and find out because a low vibration of Virgo is being stressed out. If you're stressed out right now, you got to raise that vibration. You got to raise that Virgo. I don't want to get too far... Um, into the show without, you know, doing what we always do about this time. We pay homage to, we respect, we, we remember, we revere, all those are E-words, <laughs> our divine righteous ancestors. Thank you, thank you. Our spirit guides, you know, our, our uh, the very energies that provide a way for us to be here to even come together every week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Additionally, our fearless leader here, uh, the Aquarius himself, (laughs) Brother Ampoo. Y'all check out uh, Hip Hop Astrology TV on YouTube. He uh, uploads videos quite frequently and shows you the the astrology behind a lot of what you're seeing uh, with these celebrities. It's very enlightening. It's very informative. It's very educational. It's very entertaining to see what's really going on behind the stars uh, with uh, uh, with these stars. (laughs) So thank you, Brother Ampoo, for allowing us to come uh, back together again, ahead together again um, in alignment with these stars. Thank you. And so uh, like I was saying with Virgo, you know, the low vibrational, man, if you're stressed out, at any, you know, at any point during this retrograde phase, you know, it, it's natural to feel stress, you know, to sense it, to perceive it, for it to come up. But to live in a perpetual state of stress and worry and fear and, you know, that will wear on you. That will wear on you. It will show up in your health. Virgo rules health. Virgo rules health and work and our daily lifestyle and our routines. It will be in these areas of our lives. That we get to see how well or not we're doing with going with shifting with the shift of this Mercury retrograde. They have to come. Mercury stations retrograde at least three times per year, so this is not an isolated, obsolete, you know, occurrence. These seasons must come in order that we may inspect our mental. Our Mercury, our messages, our communication, our communication devices. That's why I was reminding you all uh, a week or two ago about a lot of the Mercury retrograde suggestions that you tend to hear a lot about, backing things up, replacing certain um, communication devices that, that it's time for them to be replaced. Um, insuring these devices in case something does go wrong. You know, I've heard a lot already about people having to replace phones. Go ahead and pay for the insurance on it. It may be a week or two later. You actually have to replace it and don't have to spend $500 to do so because you've got insurance. If anything, get insurance for this next month. (laughs) You know, pay for you a month. And then, hey, after Mercury gets out of the shadow, um, I believe that's September the 20th. Let me double check. But yeah, after Mercury gets out of the shadow, feel free to take it back off. You know, if if, you, if that's your desire. So, yeah, Mercury will get out of the shadow around the 19th or 20th of September. So we're going to dig in. We're going to dive in. I'm going to give you guys horoscopes for each of the signs so you'll know specifically for your sun, moon, and rising sign, like I said, what area of life you can kind of focus your intentions and energy into to make sure you're vibrating the highest that you possibly can to stay on the right side, Virgo. Virgo wants you to get it right, you know, um, of this energy um, as it relates to, well, I'll, I'll break it all down when we go through this. 12 different areas. Um, of course, I've done a tarot pool for the week as well, uh, and I'm sure that will kind of come up as it has been doing um, in the past few weeks. Just It, it kind of comes up as we go along, so I will leave it at that. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. It, you're going to like it. You're going to like the energy. Um, it, it's not all, you know, roses and butterflies. It's going to continue to take work on our part, Um, but the energies are ever in our favor to, you know, succeed at whatever it is that we are um, aiming for, okay? So last week, uh, let me just pick up at the, you know what, I'll just, Pick up at the. Um, I know I went over Mercury sextile and Venus. Um, the Sun was in a sextile to Jupiter, and Venus try Neptune. That all sounds very familiar. So I will just pick up at the Mercury retrograde, okay? Which is the, the crux of this show, anyway. So that's divine, and that'll it'll continue to come up. I like Mercury retrograde happening in between these eclipses the solar new moon eclipse and the, uh, I apologize, the full lunar eclipse and the solar new moon eclipse because considering that eclipse season is such a karmic time, considering that eclipse season is such a time where our destinies are so moldable, like, come on. It's, it's, it's right now where our, deci- our decisions always matter. They always count. But throwing a Mercury retrograde on this, especially preceding a solar new moon eclipse, it's like, okay, are we, you know, really wrapping up the past or are elements of our past coming with us into this next chapter of our lives with Mercury retrograde on it? You know, it just really begs that, that question, and it leads me to believe that, that we are. That a lot of what we're wrapping up is likely old ways of being, Old ways of doing, old ways of relating, that we're wrapping up and 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 um, ending, and um, you know initiating the death of ways of being. Okay, uh, yes, that eclipses. You know, we could actually have physical deaths go on. That's altogether possible, but. Um, for me, with the Mercury retrograde and Mercury governing thinking <laughs> and uh, movement, okay, and mentality, that leads me to believe that it has way more to do with that and getting, and getting it right is the fact that it's in Virgo, getting it right this time, you know, and the fact that Mercury backs all the way up to 28, it starts in Virgo. Uh, at 11 degrees, and it backs all the way up to 28 degrees Leo. That, le- that, that lets me know the fact that it's going to station direct after being retrograde at 28 degrees Leo, the very energy of this solar lunar eclipse lets me know that we're taking with us into this new chapter of our lives, you know, the things that we're passionate about it's a very passionate energy. The things that allow us to live and enjoy our lives from this place of having an open heart, keep that in mind throughout this Mercury retrograde that, you know, right now, the fact that it starts out in Virgo, yes, it's a lot about the practical things. It's a lot about the day-to-day things. It's a lot about the lifestyle and the routine things. It's a lot about the things associated with um, work and our health, those really practical, um, uh, basic things that we, that, that, that we need to be organized about, that we need to be, you know, consistent about. Look up some information on the Virgo energy, like the characteristics of Virgo, and allow that to motivate you and stimulate you. That I love Virgo because it's so—it's an earth sign. Earth signs may get on my freaking nerves because, I, you know, I'm a, not personally like I love my Earth sign people, but I'm saying as an energy because it tends to be slow coming to you as your world healer who is a super Sagittarius. You know, I'm full of fire and passion. Uh, you know, I, I when I have to maneuver. In, inside the context of Earth energy like this, um, you know, it can, it, can, it can be a little frustrating at times. It's like, no, I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to go. Especially as Sagittarius, we got our arrows, you know, aimed, cocked, and ready to unload. We're ready to go. You know Aries, stay ready to go. And Leo, uh, uh, Sagittarius' sister fire sign. But it's during this time for all of us, no matter what our sun signs are, our zodiac signs are, that we all get a chance to slow down long enough to get it right. Slow down long enough to be precise. Slow down long enough to be exact. Slow down long enough to focus on our health. Slow down long enough to focus on our routine and perfecting it in ways that any earth energy wants to be productive. Any earth energy wants to manifest, wants to have something to show for at the end of the day. Fire energy is great for a lot of things, even even manifesting. But sometimes you've got to slow down. Sometimes you have to harness all that fire and passion and energy into a concentration, just like the uh, I've mentioned it before when you were in school and you did that experiment with the magnifying glass and the sun on a piece of paper. The, you focused the energy, That it was all about refraction of light and all the concentration of light and all of that. And the, the light of the sun went into the magnifying glass, you focused it. You couldn't move it around. You had to keep that magnifying glass still. You had to slow it down. You had to stop it, just like this earth energy. And if you held it on that piece of paper long enough, you could burn a hole right through it and might even see some fire. So it doesn't mean we have to stop our passion. So I think... I love that that's, for me, I see that picture being painted with this Mercury retrograde. Yes, we start out flowing things. We start out stopped. Do you realize that when Mercury stations, it comes to a perceived stop? That's why the energy is so potent right there around that time. I'm coming to you within 24 hours of Mercury stationing. You don't think this is going to be a significant broadcast, a significant message for now, our week ahead, the solar new moon, eclipse, and Leo in the next six months, the 99 years to come? I'm just a vessel, a channel. I don't want to say just. But, you know, there's a message here. There's a loud and clear message here. Another beautiful thing about Mercury retrograding in Virgo, since it does like to be precise, right, and exact, is that, you know, and Virgo being in opposition of Pisces. Pisces on a low vibration can be about lying and deception and confusion and fear. But on the highest vibration, of course, it can be that unconditional love and compassion and understanding. Um, so there could be issues over the course of this Mercury retrograde where a lot of these things arise, and that may be some of these, you know, shifting sands and, and, uh, and quick sands that we feel like we're having to maneuver through. It's like, I don't know, is this truth? Is it not? Can I trust this person? Can I not? But I'm telling you, the higher vibrations of that Pisces energy is where we're going to find our freedom. The lower vibrations is where you're going to find the fear and we're going to find the lies and the deceptions and the inability to trust. But the higher vibration is where you're going to find the unconditional love and the acceptance. What if somebody is lying to you? Why don't you just accept that? You know? Why don't you just surrender to that? Why don't you just merge with that, especially during this season where everything's shifting anyway? That's what I'm saying. You can totally play with this energy, I've Consciously observed enough of these to know that first of all in that Pisces energy you can't pin anything down anyway. That's why I say if if you don't know if you can't confirm one way or the other if a person is lying to you or not, cool. How about how about this Neptune, high vibrational Neptune merging with that, completely dissolving any need to confirm or deny it one way or the other and just merge with it on some unconditional love-ish, primarily unconditional love for yourself to where if you have to really just, like, I kind of pride myself on it, and then it just ends up being a beneficial thing to the people that I have personal relationships in my life that I am a trustworthy person. People trust me with their property, like their cars and I'll be the one to like house it or drive somebody's car somewhere. People trust me with their children. <laughs> like even complete strangers. It just happened on multiple occasions. Like I just Exude that. It's, it's really a Sagittarius trait, too. You know, if you're vibrating high on Sagittarius, you know, Sagittarius are warriors for truth and justice. Like, that's just what the, we do when we're on our high vibe. Ish. All Sagittarius are not. Um, so, you know, if someone wants to convey to you an air of authenticity, um, uh, the substance that is being a trustworthy person. They're going to convey that to you, and even in a Mercury retrograde in Virgo, you're not going to have to second-guess them. They are going to present to you a package. The truth, it needs absolutely no proof. It either is or it isn't. And if someone is intentionally keeping you confused, keeping you in the dark, keeping you guessing. I mean, that, that, that's the beauty of this Virgo energy. It's a beautiful energy to have a Mercury retrograde in because even through a mix, the Mercury retrograde, we still have access directly because of the fact that it's transiting through this energy and sign. We still have access to precision. We still have access to exactness. We still have access to details. Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Maybe you just need to literally take take you out a sheet of paper, draw a line down the center, put a big plus on one side and a big minus on the other side, and write down for Mercury rules writing, and write down for yourself the positive things this person has shown you and the negative things this person has shown you. And just do you a, I mean, if you're starting to run off the page on the side of the negative, you've got your answer. You don't need a reading. You don't need a visitation. (laughs) You need to access the energy that's already here. And it'll eliminate the confusion. It'll eliminate the fear. Okay, it, it'll it'll open you up to acceptance. Okay, what if this person is a liar and is still lying to you? Accept that, and then you uh, you open yourself up. You remove the boundaries, just like Pisces e does, to accessing. The highest vibrations of Pisces once again, unconditional love, <laughs> once inner peace, okay, bliss, understanding, compassion, joy. Come on. This, it's a beautiful thing. Like, we're so blessed and, and lucky to have Mercury retrograde happening how it's happening. And then, at the end of all this Mercury retrograde in Virgo, when we reach back into the the 28th degree of Leo, where it's going to station there on September the 5th, then we get to move forward. We're going to get a powerful, passionate message around that time, just like here at the station where yesterday evening, where it stationed retrograde. And we're getting this powerful, even channeled through me, we're getting this powerful message of exactness and practicality, you know. You don't have to throw a lot of uh, bells and whistles on it, just the practicality of your paper and pen helping you maneuver through these next three and a half weeks. Then there at the station, uh, when it stations direct, we get a powerful message of passion. We get a powerful message of love we're going to get a powerful message of our ability to allow our inner child to come out and play. It ain't about who's lying to us anymore by that point. It's about where we're feeling where we can be open-hearted, where we're feeling we can enjoy ourselves and our lives and each other, our loved ones. Where well, we can be creative again, and, and our cups can be filled to overflowing. Well, we can run. I always, whenever I think of Leo and, you know, it governs children and our inner child, I always think of just, like, the abandon. When you were a child and you could just run, you know, run, like run in a I was a really, you know, act, physically active child. I assume most children typically are the ones I see, and Boy, you get to running, either chasing somebody, being chased, or just running, just that feeling of freedom, like there's nothing holding you back. That's Leo. That's another energy we're going to have access to by the time Mercury stations direct on September 5th in Leo is the that, that lion archetype, you know, the fearlessness, you're not going to be afraid. Low vibrational Pisces, fear versus high vibrational Leo, fearless, fierceness, you know, pride, proud, being proud, being strong-willed. I will not entertain, you know, I, people who I have to wonder <laughs> if they're lying to me or not. Instead, I will only entertain people who nurture my inner child and my generosity. You can't be generous around somebody you can't trust because, you, you know, hell, they might run off with all of it. You be open-hearted to the wrong person, they're going to run off with all of that, all your good feelings, all your good love, all your good uh, possessions. Okay? so. This is a real interesting energy to be uh, experiencing Mercury retrograde through, but it's, I, I, I see it as really for our benefit. Uh, people who were born with Mercury retrograde, they may actually be maneuvering a bit better. You know, If you have Mercury retrograde in your own natal chart, you may find it actually a bit easier to maneuver through this energy simply because this is a natural energy to you. You were born with Mercury Retrograde. And so if, if you know anybody or you yourself is, you know, manages to get through these few weeks and any other Mercury Retrogrades throughout the year uh, and, and be the better for it, it may, you may be dealing with somebody who was born uh, with Mercury Retrograde in their chart. Still, since it's in Virgo, I want y'all to, and Virgo is Mercury ruled on top of that. I really want you guys to check and double-check. Virgo wants, you know, those I's to be dotted and the T's to be crossed. So I I really encourage you guys to, not on a distrust level, but just on a Virgo precision level because that will satisfy Virgo. Virgo will be very satisfied if you're precise and exact. So with that, I wouldn't necessarily take people's word for a lot of stuff, not because they could intentionally be trying to deceive you, but just because they could be uh, under the influence, under a lower vibrational manifestation influence of Mercury retrograde, and they could simply get it wrong. I heard it was a, a reader I was listening to, and she said that somebody gave her direction somewhere, and she was headed there. She couldn't find the place. And she, she actually called them on the phone, To clarify, she's like, didn't you tell me it was this, that, and the third? And they were like, yes. And they told her again the wrong thing. And so, you know, I don't think people, uh, everybody is intentionally doing stuff. That's why I'm saying at the highest vibration, you make sure, even, let's leave Pisces out of it for a minute. I'll only introduce Pisces because Pisces is a natural energy to Virgo because it's the very opposite of Virgo. But even leaving Pisces out of it, if you're vibrating high on even Virgo, you're, you're very organized. You're very detailed. You are checking and double-checking things. You know, you get low vibrational, Virgo, when you start stressing out, when nothing's ever enough. Like, you've literally made your checklist, you checked everything off, and you're still worrying that you missed something. Like, that's low vibrational. See what you can do and, and be satisfied with that. Put the effort into making a, de- a detail or into this. Make, put the effort into, you know, organizing your routine and your lifestyle, your, your week, you know, um, I'm coming to you to start out the week so that you can set yourself up for a successful week. I know this is coming up. I know this is happening. I know this is when the moon goes void this week. I know this is when, you know, other uh, may, uh, different alignments that I'll mention to you regarding the week ahead are coming up, and you, that's the beauty of astrology. You can plan ahead. That's the beauty of this Virgo energy. Not only can you plan ahead, you can plan precisely and exactly. Like I told y'all, Mercury is very significant in my chart. So this to take it from somebody who has a significant mercurial influence in their chart, that it, it helps. You know, sometimes people don't tend to like that about me because I always want to plan things. (laughs) I'm not anal about it. Like, I'm open to spontaneity if somebody's just like, if I hadn't planned on doing something and somebody calls and they're just like, you know, I kind of like that on the cool. But my daily routine, my regular routine, Virgo routine, my daily lifestyle is one where I stay ahead. I'm not coming to y'all on this stay-ahead tip because I pulled it out of my tail. I'm coming to y'all on this day ahead tip because this energy rules my chart, my natal chart, therefore my life, and I have experienced as I have observed the benefits of having a plan, of anticipating a thing and planning for it. That's why I was naturally drawn to astrology. Do you realize that astrologically, there are resources right now that you have access to, just like I do, <laughs> that will tell you when eclipses are happening for the next 20, 30 years, that will tell you when the moon is going to go void for the next 50 years, that will tell you when Mercury is going to retrograde so you know exactly where it's going to affect your chart, a.k.a. your life, for the next 100 years. You know, I'm, there's a method to this. That's Virgo rules method, methodology, practice, what you practice. It'll be what we practice here over the next few weeks that sets us up for Mercury Stationing Direct September the 5th that will beautifully impact us going forward. Through the next Mercury retrograde. It'll be the method that we practice through, okay, the eclipse is next week on Monday, the 21st. On Saturday, the 26th, five days after, guess what? The sun solar new moon eclipse, that same sun, that same solar, aligns directly with Mercury retrograde. So it'll be, you know, these themes are going to and it should be yeah, it'll still be in Virgo at that point. It'll it'll align the Mercury retrograde is gonna align with the sun at three degrees Virgo. Hell, three is the number associated with Mercury. It's Mercury all over this thing, so it's not going to go away (laughs) anytime soon. It's not like, oh, you know, I'll just, like, not worry about these Mercurial things for almost four weeks, almost a month. You can't get around it. You can't avoid it. Virgo's not going to let you avoid it anyway. You can sit, you, I don't have to be precise. I don't have to be exact. I don't have to worry about I don't have to concern myself with my routine and schedule, and I don't have to be organized, and I don't have to dot any I's across any T's. You know, I just wing it. All right, wing it. So I got some more to say, but apparently some of you guys do too. Let me check in here on the phone line. Call us on the 770. You're live and on the air with your world. Do your peace. I can hear you. Can you hear me? 770, area code? All right. I'll check back in. Somebody may be listening and stepped away from the phone. It's been happening ever since Mercury uh, came into the zone. We've been having this. It it hasn't been happening outside of Mercury being in the uh, shadow phase and now as of yesterday being retrograde, so... I don't take it personally. I, because of that and I wouldn't take it personally anyway. So, um call from the seven seven zero if you get back to the phone it sounds like that's that kind of like a pot, something in the kitchen. Uh which is so Virgo too, you know, just the earthiness of Virgo and things that you're doing. Maybe you're set setting up for the week that's to you to pull. So by all means just keep on listening and I'll check back in later. All right. So, um, I will keep going. If you have, yeah, I was going to kind of sit on the mercury retrograde and the natal chart thing, but, you know, uh, for my mama's babies that have that, you know, I'll I, I speak on that as it comes up, and you can feel free to contact me. I, I do want to direct you to the uh, episode description for this show. Uh, still, the uh, Eclipse Wisdom specials are popping. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For those of you who have already participated, um, like I said, I've been raving about y'all since y'all started ordering Eclipse packages before I was even offering Eclipse packages this time around. That just is a powerful, you know, omen that you want to be ready. You want to be ready ahead of time so you don't have to get ready, you know, in in the midst of it all. the solar eclipse, new moon, in Leo is occurring on Monday, the 21st. And, you know, it'll, it won't even be. That's why I gave you all the date of the 26th, because you may not gain, you know, an adequate amount of clarity on the shift, the, the energy that you're shifting into. The 21st denotes. It signifies a line of demarcation between the past 99 years and, and, and up to 99 years to come. So this is pretty significant. Many of I don't know anybody that I've talked to potentially could be listening to me, but you know, if you're not yet 99 years old, then this encompasses your entire life that will wrap that the 21st is signifying a line of demarcation too and opening us up to the next 99. And so it may not be until around the 26th when this uh, sun-mercury alignment happens. That'll be exact at 3.43 p.m. central at 3 degrees Virgo. there on the 26th. And interestingly enough, uh, the moon will be in Virgo (laughs) as of 3.53 a.m. that day. So, um, and, and even then, we've got some things coming up after that, like uh, the quarter moon there in Sagittarius on the 29th. That could, you know, we could definitely gain some insights and awareness that Sagittarius is a sign of higher learning and, 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 you know, take growth and development and advancement. Um, Jupiter's sextile Saturn there on the 27th, um, which is you know, a significant energy, Jupiter rules, Sagittarius. And then we've got there on the 31st, the moon chimes the sun, and that brings a a beautiful energy of awareness and um, illumination to things that may have started to develop as of the 21st. On the 21st is a dark moon, a new moon. This time around, we get one every month, time around, It happens to be a new moon solar eclipse. We get approximately two of those per year. This particular one happens to be a great solar new moon eclipse. We get one of those about every 99 years. So this is significant. And the Mercury retrograde influence on it is significant because we may not have full awareness and clarity about this new energy right on the 21st. The, the odds are not in, the, in our favor that we will. But the passion will be there. It's happening in Leo, so we're going to be feeling it. We may not be able to break it down and explain it just yet, but we will be killing it. We will be passionate about it. You know, that's a real fire. The fire is going to be burning. We just may not have the vocabulary to express it to others, to um, understand it on a rational level ourselves. But that's why I'm mentioning the things like the um, Mercury being aligned with the sun there on the twenty sixth, even though it's gonna be retrograde, I can guarantee you there's gonna be some insight, some awareness that we gain, some clarity that we have access to. It may not just be because Mercury will be retrograde, it may be internally that we gain it. It may not be come through an external means like a conversation that we have with another person. Oh, we finally had this conversation with the person and we gained all this insight, we gained all this clarity. No, not likely. Likely it'll be, you know, like I was talking about the paper, you know, and dividing the paper up. It may be something within us. It'll more than likely be something within us that we come to an understanding of an awareness about ourselves that helps put a lot of things in perspective. I've I've mentioned this in the past couple of weeks. Because this time is so pivotal, we don't really have the luxury to be dependent. I don't care if you're in a committed relationship with somebody or not. Right now, we don't really have the luxury to be dependent on another for a lot of different things. Um, Your initiative station retrograde last week, so... You know, our our flashes of insight, our awareness, our eureka moments, our aha moments, these are Uranus-related things. Our breakthroughs, you know, our mental breakthroughs and and breaking out, the freedom that we have access to, you know, our originality and uniqueness, we're not going to likely get that from dealing with others. While Uranus is retrograde over the course of this same period, that these the, the eclipses are had. These eclipses are in effect. The former lunar eclipse that was this past week on the 7th and this solar new moon eclipse, great new moon eclipse on the 21st, they're in effect for the next six months. So is Uranus retrograde, interestingly enough. So during this time, we've got Uranus retrograde coloring this, uh, uh, in the background influence really on the in the internal influence uh, of this six month period until we get to the next eclipse season. And because Mercury retrograde has played such an integral part by at, on at the seventh, at the full moon, lunar eclipse in Aquarius, it was already in the shadow phase. And here on the twenty first it was it is right as of uh, yesterday evening in full retrograde season. So there's a lot of influence of this internal, taking things internal, not looking for outside, somebody on the outside to cosign. And you may not get that right now, not because they don't want to do it for you, but Uranus is retrograde for everybody, not just us. Uranus Mercury is retrograde for everybody. Everybody's having to internalize different things, especially now with Mercury retrograde, we're having to internalize mercurial things like decisions we've made. When you make a decision, you are activating a mercurial function. Okay? So we're into messages. Uh, While Mercury's retrograde, we're internalizing those. We're not necessarily looking for messages from other people to validate one way or the other. That's why I say (laughs) you and your piece of paper may be it. And You may get the most satisfaction out of that, that you weren't having to rely on somebody else to co-sign, that you were able to just Virgo practically, you know, organize Virgo, Siri, retrograde in Virgo, review, Mercury retrograde, reflect, and see if there's anything you need to redo you know what, I've been going at this thing all along. I'm going to redo the way I've been going at it to more precisely and exactly line up with who I know myself to be from an internal standpoint. That's why I love, I love earth energy because at the beginning and the end of the day, it could always be so simple, even in a Mercury retrograde. uh, um, Earth energy uh, uh, Aligns with Pentacle energy in the tarot Okay And that energy Even the ace of pentacles The very beginning The very start of earth energy Of pentacle energy in the the tarot Talks about trust You don't have to really Just be in this state Where you know Are they lying to me Am I getting played Am I getting tricked when when you start out with you, do you trust yourself to make a practical decision? You don't have to worry about nobody lying to you if you're doing the practical thing. I like I was saying. By the time we get to Mercury stationing direct there at 28 degrees Leo, we're gonna be Leo is ruled by the sun, which is I will. I will only associate and open my heart up to and be generous with those that appreciate me and deal with me in these types of ways. I will only associate with and trust those that when I do a dividing line on a piece of paper, that the pros outweigh the cons and not the other way around. When you get to running off that paper on the side of them cons, you have answered your own question, and you don't need to know what they're doing behind your back. You all, clearly, you already know. The truth, it needs no proof. And you will have plenty of evidence on that pro side that outweighs the cons. We're all, to earth, human. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. But if someone has given you enough evidence to fill up three pages of cons, you got your answer. The Ace of Pentacles is a strong start. The Ace of Pentacles is something valuable. That's why I say go internal. It starts with you. Do you value yourself? More than you value somebody co signing you? Do you value yourself more than you value somebody texting you or calling you? Do you value yourself more than you value somebody giving their vote to you? You vote for you. The material for it, the Ace of Pentacles is the money is in your hand. The value is in your hand. The stability and security is in your hand. The magic is in your hand. This is actually the card of astrology <laughs> and changes. You be the change. I just told y'all during this climate of Mercury retrograde where things are shifting anyway, you be the shift. Don't wait on them to shift. Don't wait on them to change. You be the change. Oh, this is how we're going to operate going forward. You be the stability with this pinnacle energy, with this earth energy, with this Virgo energy. You be the prosperity Oh, The prosperity is in your hand. You're not looking to them to prosper you. You're already abundantly, this is the card, Ace of of Pentacles is the card of a windfall. The windfall is in your hand. This is the card of trust and health, a return to vitality. You be the vitality that you're seeking in a relationship with somebody else. That's the the magic of spirituality anyway as it relates to internal and external relationships. You're only manifesting and mirroring through your external relationships the relationship that you have with yourself internally anyway. We covered this in Gemini season when I showed y'all how people are mirrors of us. Those shows are in the archives. Feel free. Um, I see your hand up there. Let me make sure. Um, Contracts, negotiations, making decisions, transportation, details. It's all about the details. It's all about the details. Don't be scared to ask questions. Don't be scared you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Don't be scared if, it, if it's a, a sale that somebody's trying to make with you that they're going to re- retract or withdraw their offer of the sale or it won't go through. That's not, that's not of your concern right now while Mercury is retrograding Virgo. You're, with Mercury retrograding Virgo, your concern is getting it right and exact and precise and gaining that level of understanding and awareness that when, this, when Mercury stations direct on September the 5th and, we, and makes this final pass over these degrees that it started passing through July 31st to August 12th, it made the first pass in a direct motion. But it was the pre-shadow period. So this was going to get retraced. Mercury was going to trace back over this area again. So now, as of yesterday, August 12th through September the 5th, it's doing that very retracing that we were preparing for since July 31st. Between September the 5th and September the 20th, it's going to do that final pass that it did originally July 31st through August the 12th, but it's going to do it for the final time. You want to make sure by the time you get to September 5th, September 5th through September 20th, that you're that you're sure, that you took, the, took advantage of the time that you had to get things precise and dot those eyes and cross those T's, then now you can move forward confidently with this lion Leo, 28 degrees Leo energy behind you and move forward knowing that you got it right. If you don't feel that way now, it's fine. We're literally in the midst of the Mercury retrograde as of last night. So it's okay. You still got time. But this is is it right now between the 12th and September 5th to go internal and make sure you're sure with you. Make sure you trust you not to fail you. Forget anybody else. Make sure you don't leave yourself hanging. Make sure you don't leave yourself feeling unstable and insecure. That way, on the final pass out, who else gonna make who else gonna make you feel that way? Because you're not even you. You've got the stability, the security, the assurance, the certainty, the preciseness, the exactness within you. Callers from the you are live and on the air with your world healer, peace Hi, thanks for taking my call Hi, this is no Mary Lou No problem, Mary Lou? Yes Thank you so are much you... for joining us today Well, thank you, I'm learning a lot um, Okay, great Are you doing readings today? Um I really have never done on on air readings. Uh what are you actually interested in?
1: Um
0: I'm just trying to
1: uh see if the changes that are going on will have positive impacts on the things I try to create.
0: Absolutely. Um, what is, do you happen to know your sun, moon, or rising sign? I'm sure you know your sun sign.
1: Um, I don't have it right in front of me, but I can get it in a second, probably. Call it up on that's my computer. Okay.
0: When it comes to your I... your moon and your ascendant sign, that's okay. But I'm sure you know your, uh, your sun sign is just another way of saying your zodiac sign.
1: Right. My, uh, sun sign is, uh, Libra.
0: Okay, okay. Powerful.
1: And I know that I've done those um, online astrol- astrological things, and I, I
0: see the folder mm-hmm. now. Just give me a second. No problem. It's for Do you happen to know if you were born on the cusp of Libra? Like, uh, what's your actual day? De- you yeah, know, I'm on the, the cusp. Uh, you are
1: on the, the cusp? 22nd. The 22nd, oh, yes, you 1962 mm-hmm. Definitely the cusp Can uh-huh. you do that without asking? Uh, okay, so I don't yeah, understand I How just, you can uh, tell what's rising Or what when you're looking at all these symbols Unless it spells it right out For you
0: um, it, it won't spell it out But it'll give you a symbol You said uh, what month were you born? October, 22nd October, okay Yeah. I have it right in I front of me that. I just don't
1: understand what I'm looking at
0: it's perfectly fine. I can help you real quick. Do you see anything that says A C or A S C? That will be your rising or ascendant sign. Okay. So natal
1: chart, planet positions, ascending uh-huh. houses, but it's all written in astrological code.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: Sun, moon, Mercury, Venus. The yep. sun's in Libra, then the moon's in Leo. Mercury is okay. in Libra. Venus is in Scorpio, Mars Keep is in going. Leo, Jupiter is in Pisces, Saturn is in Aquarius, Uranus mm-hmm. is in Virgo, Neptune is mm-hmm. in Scorpio,
0: Pluto mm-hmm. is
1: in Virgo. And okay. then the other side is uh Placidious Orb. I don't know what that means.
0: Uh-uh. There's got there's something somewhere that's gonna say either liter- if it does spell it out it'll say right. If it doesn't spell it out, there's no symbol for the ascendant. It's either going to say A C, or A S C. Where it says ascendant. ascendant,
1: it it gives orb an orb value. I don't know what that is. Another oh. plate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It gives ascendant yeah, under Venus, trine. I guess that's under aspects.
0: You do Yeah, know. that would be an aspect. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't need to know your ascendant. I was just curious. I would. I would be hard pressed to see a, a, a natal chart with a, a representation like you just went through, where it's literally listing the sign of your sun, the sign of your Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and it doesn't list the sign of your ascendant. That that would just be interesting to to look at. That somebody had the nerve to create that type of a chart, but not include well, the ascendant information.
1: I'll look at one. Another one, um, this one's listed differently. Like, they draw the circles with the symbols Mm -hmm. that I don't understand. And then it lists Mercury square Saturn.
0: It does have a circle? Okay. On that circle, look to the far left side. There should be a line on the, okay? What symbol is that line pointing to? Can you determine a or circle a
1: circle with an arrow coming out of it? Is that the one I'm looking
0: That's at? That's actually a oh, representation I- of Mars. So Mars is not going to be a sign. Mars is a planet. Uh, but that does kind of tell me that likely Mars is very close to your ascendant. That's cool. That's good information to know. Mars um, is squaring but-
1: is what it says written out.
0: Okay. Beyond and, uh, Mars, do you see any more uh, signs or symbols on the even left? They have of all the symbols
1: in a, in a. They have all the symbols in the graph, but I couldn't begin to explain to you what I'm looking at. It's like looking at hieroglyphs. No problem.
0: Tell me this. But it has the written this. out, that. That yep. it has
1: the listed. So Mercury okay. is squaring Saturn.
0: Those are Venus your aspects. aspects. So those are going to. Those are those are going to be of not lesser importance, but of secondary importance. So those that would only really come into play when I'm able to assess the rest of your chart. Tell me this, especially because you said you said that Mars is on that very left side of the circle.
1: I don't know what uh, Mars. That is circle like.
0: that has, well the circle the circle with the arrow coming out of it that it's on the very yeah, left the side. Yeah, the arrow is pointing
1: I, to like two o'clock.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell me this. In that original list that you read off to me when you told me the sun's in this sign, Mercury's in this sign, what sign did it say that Mars is in? Mars is in what sign?
1: Mars is in Leo.
0: Oh, wow. You have a lot of Leo in your chart. That's significant and that's likely why you're calling. It always plays out this way when people call in. It's because Either they have a solar return coming up, or they have, um, in combination with whatever lunation is coming up, like I'm discussing with everyone today, the solar new moon eclipse in Leo, that they have significant placements there. It, I, I can't confirm this because I haven't seen your chart, but from what you're describing, it sounds like you have a Leo ascendant, which would be significant for you with this um, solar, great solar new moon eclipse coming up, you've already confirmed that your moon is in Leo, and as a woman, that holds a lot of weight and significance. And then for you as a Libra um, sun sign, to me that, just, that, that Libra is a cardinal sign. These signs, tend, like Aries, Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn, they tend to be really proactive because they are cardinal signs the cardinal signs begin, they start, they start season. You know, Libra begins uh, the fall season. And so uh, I just, I love that. Now, obviously I can't get really specific. I would only be able to do that with a direct relationship with your chart. We piece together the information that I have access to right now, just over the phone, me not seeing anything. Um, But I can tell you this you felt the impetus to contact me, and I'm sure you've been playing this out in various other ways. You've probably been looking up a lot of information regarding this. You've probably been, you know, watching a lot of videos or listening to different podcasts or reading things. Just that Libra energy in you, that cardinal energy, wanting to get ahead, start, wanting to gain some type of footing and traction, wanting to get ahead of the curve of this shift. This is a major shift. And if it it is, in fact, impacting your moon and your ascendant, you're feeling this on an internal level that something is uh, really, something ginormous is happening within me, within the context of, you know, the macrocosm. What's happening out there is happening in me, and I feel it. And so, you know, congratulations to you just for reaching out, just for, you know, this, this energy that wants to get to the bottom of it and get on, or get on top of it. Um, that's going to be really – that's going to continue to work in your favor. Um, if you would like, there is – do I still have – yes. Um, I still have um, links in my episode information for this show uh, it'll say down near the bottom Mama Dada Astro Love or you can click on the link for in the on the same line that says uh, via the site. The there's a clickable link on the word site. And on the site there's a menu to contact me. Contact me. Just click on it and it goes straight to my email inbox. Contact me and we can take this further by getting just like Mercury retrograde in Virgo wants us to be precise and exact, that would mean I have access to your um, time of birth. That gives me all the access to the um, information I need to give you an accurate reading. You, I can see why you would want to know how this solar new moon, great solar new moon eclipse in Leo is going to be affecting you likely for the rest of your life. This is going to cover you for the next 99 years the information, okay? So I would be delighted and more than happy to help you with that. And, you know, it's going with your moon being in Leo, this, not just the information, because if you don't get any information from me at all, I'll tell you right now that this energy governing the 21st of this month and for the next 40 days, that's, that's about the time that an eclipse tends to have, you know, um, strong, concentrated impact. With your moon being in that very same sign of Leo, this is going to, you know, decisions that you're making, plans that you're making, shifts and changes that you're making, um, uh, it's going to satisfy you emotionally with your moon being there. With your ascendant, from what I can tell, if your ascendant really is in Leo, it's going to satisfy you in a way that affects every part of your life. When you're talking about the ascendant, you're talking about the sign that was technically, you're talking about the sign that was rising on the eastern horizon when at the exact moment you were born. That's why time of birth is significant. And that governs your entire chart, a.k.a. your entire life. And so that might be why you're feeling, if you are sensing internally this overwhelm, like, whoa, my life is shifting in significant ways that I've never seen before, if you're under the age of 99, and that I may never see again. So that puts a little bit of weight, (laughs) a lot of weight on what's occurring in your life right now. We're in between eclipses this from the 7th and the 21st. We're in, we're smack dab in the middle of it right now at the 13th and 14th. And so this is prime time to reach out. This is prime time. I will say this, especially because the significant parts of your chart are being directly impacted, I will say this. Protect your energy at all costs. Don't allow anybody your energy. Don't allow anybody to upset you, Um, you know, uh, uh, put a, uh, if you do anything for protection, do it, you know, Um, even if it's just practical things, like I said, Mercury is retrograding in a very practical sign, so even if it's just, I'm not going to be around people that have a history of upsetting me right now, it's, my destiny is at stake. My, um, you know, a very eclipse is when the sun aligns with the, no, the nodes of destiny. So this is a very karmic and destiny riddled time for us all. But like I said, I'm pointing out specifically your Leo moon and possible Leo ascendant that you don't have the luxury of um, really allowing anybody to interfere with where you're trying to go where you're endeavoring to go, because uh, it's just impacting you and us for quite some time to come. So it's a little too important to play around with, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, I've mentioned how you can reach out to me for some even more in-depth and specific information, and I'm just really glad that you called. You're like a prime example of why this energy is so potent, because, you know, it would be a Leo moon <laughs> and ascendant that would contact me right before... This Leo great solar new moon eclipse that happens all the time And I'm just happy to be of service If I can any further let me know Thank you so for listening So the and eclipse
1: I, is in Leo or the eclipse is in Virgo
0: The eclipse is in Leo Mercury retrograde is in Virgo Which is okay. impacting The solar new moon eclipse Because it's almost in direct alignment With it Okay Okay. All right. Well, I'll
1: All keep right. my fingers crossed. That good things come. Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: Thank you, Mary Lou. I appreciate you. Peace.
1: All right. I appreciate you,
0: too. Thank you. All right, y'all. Let's keep it moving. Thank you, Mary Lou. Thank you for calling from the 770. I will check back on you. Let me get um, through these horoscopes. I know y'all are ready for the horoscope for each for the Mercury retrograde, let's get it. <laughs> oh, I mentioned last week, and this plays into the whole Mercury retrograde. This is beautiful, y'all. One of the aspects that Mercury retrograde is making that that colors the whole Mercury retrograde season is this beautiful sextile to Venus. Venus that rules over love, Venus that rules over money, Venus finances, Venus that rules over values, Venus that has rulership over uh, bringing the the, the uh, feelings of ease and comfort and pleasure. Okay, so Venus in a sextile to Mercury at during this Mercury retrograde means that. You know, it it can get, like I said, the low vibrations of Virgo can be a little neurotic and it can stress you out if you're not allowing yourself to be satisfied by the organizational work that you're doing. If you're crossing your T's and dotting your I's, you don't have to be stressed out. Write it down, (laughs) you know, so you can review it, so you can do a lot of these Mercury retrograde suggestions, review, reflect, you know, redo, do I need to redo this, do I need to back this up, you know, have I done that, have I checked on this, I'm about to tell you what areas, at least in respect um, to your sun, ascendant, and moon sign that this is gonna be playing out. The direct areas of your life this is gonna be playing out. So in those areas specifically when I start talking about the home, you know, your physical home, your property, your real estate, have I, you know, is my insur did my has my insurance lapped on my on my home, you know, insurance, you know, has uh when when I start talking about um you know, six, how if it's if it's affecting you in on in work You know, have I done this that's in line with my review that's coming up next? Have I done everything that needs to be done so I can make sure I'm in line for the next raise or promotion? That's where this is going to come into play and help. And Mercury sextiling Venus is the influence that will help to reduce some of the stress, (laughs) some of the tension, some of the potential for neuroticism, you know, like you don't have to go crazy right now, you guys. Like we've got a lot working in our favor, and I've already mentioned quite a few of those things. So it it should even help with, um, like like Brother Ampu uh, says a lot of the time, as it relates to these retrogrades, life doesn't stop in a retrograde. Still got it, people still buying cars. And Mercury governs those very same automobiles Uh, Methods and means for transportation and communication People buy cell phones A lot of people buy cell phones in Mercury retrograde Like, life doesn't have to stop And especially when you have access to getting things right and exact And doing things over again And the Venus influence of of, of some ease And comfort being brought to negotiations that still must go on And contracts that still must be signed, okay Um, And that same Venus, that sextile in Mercury is trining Neptune So that's why I'm saying, like, to urge human Like, let people make it If we're in the midst of a Mercury retrograde in Virgo Everybody's not going to get it, exact Everybody's not going to get it Right on the line, let people make it Venus trying Neptune says, have some compassion, come on Have some understanding. Be willing to forgive. Um, Continue to unconditional love conquers all. Like I said, you're not worried about somebody lying to you if you unconditionally love and trust yourself first, not to even put yourself in that position or situation, okay? Let's get it with these horoscopes. Uh, I have teased y'all enough, not intentionally. (laughs) So let's. We always start out our horoscopes with the sign and the energy of uh, where this um, lunation or aspect or uh, retrogradation is taking place. For this example, and so Virgo, for you, for all mamas, Virgo, sun sign, moon sign, rising sign. This is happening in your first house. It's happening in your sign, in the sign of yourself. So and what like I mentioned before mercury rules your very energy. So mercury retrograde happening in your sign that is ruled by mercury. <laughs> and y'all already I just I've already gone in on y'all's energy so tough on this show alone already and not to like crap on y'all or anything like that. I love my virgos. I the, the Virgo in my own chart. I love it. I told y'all, I love a good schedule and being organized. I love that. But y'all, with all of this energy, Virgo, y'all are probably going to be the most prone to being stressed out. Y'all are probably going to be the most prone to stuff going haywire and stuff, you know. So that's where the anticipation and the preparation and the planning that Mercury, your ruler, is good for you can avert some of the feeling of overwhelm. You can avert some of the, you're going to feel a little off. Mercury is your ruler. You're going to fit if you're a Gemini, sun, moon, or Rising or Virgo, sun, moon, arising, Mercury is your ruler. And while it goes retrograde, I'm in that group. I am in that group. I'm a Sagittarius, but I have sun, moon, or rising in Virgo or Gemini. So I get it. And we have to know that up to three times a year, we're going to feel a little off. But as opposed to bemoaning it, bitching about it, you know, dreading it, oh, Mercury's retrograde, we can choose to shift with the shift. We can choose to get ahead of the energy. If we're backing stuff up, and we're dotting I's and crossing T's, and we're planning stuff out, and we're or being, staying organized, what do we have to worry about? If we've got our stuff insured, this is just the things you begin to learn and grow into, especially once you have a conscious awareness of what's going on. If you know your sun, moon, or rising is in Virgo or Gemini, this is just your life. <laughs> Get used to it. Gain a conscious awareness of it, so you can begin to work with the energies and and vibrate with the energies instead of against them. You can't afford Virgo, Sun, Moon, or Rising Gemini, Sun, Moon, or Rising to to not get with it. You can't afford to not get and stay organized. You can't afford to not back your stuff up and ensure your stuff. You just can't. You can play around if you want to, and your ruler will show you what what that mercury retrograde do <laughs> okay this on the highest end virgo uh this is a beautiful time for anything you need a second chance with, anything you need to review this is first house, so anything in your entire life you can like I'm about to go through these different areas. You can pick any area you want or need to review or redo and do it. The energy is in your favor. You are the energy. You don't have to be stressed, okay? Take advantage of this opportunity to do a thing again. As issues come up, that's a gift, Virgo. That's like a notification going off on your phone just to alert you to something that needs addressing or attention. That's not a bad thing. You can turn off the notifications if you want, and then you'll find out when your phone is malfunctioning what those notifications were about, or you can take advantage of and be thankful for the notifications and say, yes, now I know exactly what needs to be addressed. Sagittarius, sun, moon, and rising. For you, this Mercury retrograde in Virgo is hitting on an extremely significant part of your chart, the part that has to do with your very that your life is on it's coming up for inspection the part Sagittarius that has to do with your goals and your ambitions and and um, achievements and recognition and promotion okay the, the area that has to do with career not a job Sagittarius career your public responsibility the thing that you do as a public service. In your incarnation here, okay So these things are coming up for inspection This is good If if something's popping up in this area, Sagittarius This is a good thing Especially if um, this area of your chart Also relates to how you're seen by others It's the most public part of your chart So if something's coming online there This also has to do with your I, I I mentioned public responsibility But responsibility in general if you're seeing someplace where you've dropped the ball or something's popping up, just consider, okay, this is, I need to be more responsible with this. It's, it's not the end of the world. It's just a Mercury retrograde. I swear that's a new T-shirt or something. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. It's just a Mercury retrograde. Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury Sagittarius, is your partner. It's the direct opposite energy of you. And so you could see a lot of stuff going on. I, I want, this isn't happening in that area of your chart, but because a Mercury-ruled sign is your natural partner, I want you to consider, Sagittarius, that you could be seeing stuff, a lot of stuff popping up with people in your life as well. So you may uh, be in accordance with this responsibility may see some of your responsibility to others popping up in your awareness as well. So um, this area of your chart deals with authority. It may be you being an authority on a matter or proving or showing responsibility when stuff goes on in this area of space, Sagittarius. It may be where you have shown proficiency. And responsibility and maturity, where you're being called on, okay, to assist somebody else, and that's just that's what the hey, that's just what this is uh, about for you during this time. For Pisces, this is specifically happening in an area of your chart that has to deal with others. It definitely can be these relationships in your life, and and this is not where. Like with Sagittarius You're supposed to be responsible For these other people This is different That's why I wanted to make that Specification and and distinction When I was talking to Sagittarius Now that I'm talking to you Pisces Sun, moon, and rising This is talking more about Y'all Especially with Mercury Being involved Definitely y'all being Increasing your capacity To be a good listener Put your feelers on, Pisces. That sounds so funny to tell a Pisces to put their feelers on. Pisces are so feely anyway. They're so intuitive. They're so perceptive. They're so sensitive. Pisces, be sensitive uh, even more so in a a real precise and exact way. Like listen out for what you hear other people, not just what they verbally say, Listen out for what they show you in the little things, in the very, the details of a thing during this particular retrograde. They may not even say anything, but you, you pick up on this, you pick up on that. It, it's a message in it, Pisces. It means something. You may have to reconsider. That's what Mercury retrogrades are about, reviewing, reflecting. About specific and particular partnerships in your life, relationships in your life. It does not have to be romantic. It could be, but don't let the fault lie with you because you fail to listen. Don't let the fault lie with you because you fail to keep at a as a focus in your connection with anybody. The very things that this area of chart represents of your chart represents which is diplomacy if somebody if if somebody takes you out of your ability to be diplomatic to be tactful to harmonize to be peaceful to be balanced if somebody's making you feel unbalanced with their very present pisces and you just feel it that's a message you, that's the, one of the things you're going to be working on by the time September 5th comes and Mercury stations direct. That's probably when it's going to be like official, like I explained to y'all earlier in this show about these the pre-shadow period, the retrograde period that we're in right now that started last night, and the post-shadow period when things... <laughs> you can go ahead and put a little pretty boat on it and know that it's official, baby. So keep your peace, Pisces. You, if, if you're feeling, see, this area of your chart is ruled by Libra, so you can see both sides. As long as you're being fair and you're looking at both sides of the situation, if you have to walk away in peace, in love, in harmony, in balance, you can do it knowing that you consider all sides of the equation. This could also be an influence, Pisces, where because you're being fair, you might just let somebody back in. Mercury retrogrades tend to be, you know, where people can come back in, but, you know, they can go right back out, too. I explained the whole thing where the, where the energy You pass over it the first time You retrograde back through it the second time And then that final time out That third time So Don't Put all your eggs in any basket Right now as it pertains to others Pisces but keep it balanced Give people You know second chances if they Especially if they want to Harmonize with you And come to a compromise with you But don't bet the farm On a three week Mercury retrograde Gemini For you Mercury retrograde going through Virgo I've already kind of been speaking to you Subliminally Gemini Because Mercury is your ruler I've been speaking with you through talking to Virgo because Mercury rules Virgo as well. I've been speaking to you when I was talking to Sagittarius because I was hipping them to (laughs) what could be going on with you. So Gemini, Sun, Moon, and Rising, uh, you know, you're dealing with Mercury retrograde in a very, very sensitive part of your chart, okay? You're dealing with it on the home front, physical home, you know, like I was mentioning before, it could be some things you're having to go back over with paperwork relating to your home, with as far as contracts, with things relating to your home as far as insurance, with things relating to your home as far as repair work and contractors, pay attention to the details, that's where the devil's in the details, Gemini, you know this by now, Mercury's your ruler, it could be relating to the family. Okay, Mercury's talking about the communication and the messages. Be, be right, precise, and exact with your messages with your family. I know I've seen this a lot. I consult with a lot of people on a regular basis. And it's sometimes it, it be, it'll be family that we talk the most reckless to. We feel like we could just talk family any kind of old way. That's so backwards and crazy to me. Those are the ones. See, this area of your chart where Mercury is retrograding Gemini, it's not just about blood relatives. These are about the people who support you. They may not even be related to you, and they will fall in this area of your chart. The people who support you, the people who encourage you, the people who strengthen you, the people who gird you up and make sure you good, the people who nurture you, be good to them. Watch what you say to them because in the midst of this Mercury retrograde, with Mercury being your ruler, you could be made an example of easily, Gemini. If this was any other sign that wasn't ruled by Mercury, I would not be saying this. Watch what you say to these people. Make sure you are taking advantage of this opportunity to Pull out some of these RE words And even reassure them Of your support of them Or your appreciation Of their support for you This is the area of chart um, Your chart is talking about Your living situation And who you live with Make sure (laughs) they not having to wonder Like I said, Mercury is retrograding For everybody And everybody ain't no Gemini or Virgo Make sure they know how much you appreciate, you know, your, if you are living with somebody, you're living situation. If it's a roommate situation, make sure you doing your part. Make sure ain't nobody waiting on you for the rent because they could have a change. Like I said, this is shaky territory that we're all in with Mercury Retrograde, and people can change their minds. Things with contracts and paperwork and agreements and negotiations can shift. Make sure you're on the right side of the shift, Gemini. You're ruled by Mercury. It would be a travesty if you didn't do it. This is also a very emotional part of your chart, Gemini, and I know air signs tend not to delve real deep into the emotions. You may have to get in touch with them, Gemini. It's okay. This is the first emotional Area of space that you're experiencing Mercury retrograde through this is the one this is a very critical one because it's the very foundation that of emotions that your chart rests upon. It's not just the people that support you Gemini It's how you are supporting yourself right now. Don't rely on roommate. Don't rely on family member. Don't rely on, well, I've been living here all this, these years. Ain't nothing going to happen. Can't nothing come up. It could. Dot your I's. Cross your T's. Make sure you're good. Make sure you're good emotionally. Make sure you're supporting and nurturing your own self. And you may want to stick to what you know well right right about now. Gemini, this is the area of space that talks about where you're most comfortable at, like at home, like with your family, what you're most familiar with, what you know best. Something may come to an end here, Jim, and I let it. But I promise you, whatever could come to an end is only because, like I said, this is the the bottom of the chart where you're experiencing this Mercury retrograde, and it'll only be, be because as of September 5th, when Mercury stations direct, that you're on the final pass out of something on your way to a new beginning. Capricorn, for you, you're dealing with Mercury retrograde in Virgo, your fellow Earth sign Virgo. <laughs> From an area of space That is governed by Sagittarius And Jupiter You're going to want to expand You're going to want to grow You're going to want to develop You're going to want to advance You're going to want to learn You're going to want to travel You're going to want to go on journeys You're going to want to explore And have new experiences By all means Allow, allow yourself These few weeks to review Just chill out your earth sign, and Mercury is retrograding in the earth sign. And the very in, in, uh, wisdom I was giving earlier in the show about slowing down. I know you're having this in, in a Sagittarius area of space. I'm a Sagittarius. I've already told you. I, Me personally, I don't like having to slow down or stop. Sagittarius is fueled by fire, and it got an arrow in his hand. It's Stays ready to pop off on a new journey or a new experience, you're not going to do a lot of popping off in a Mercury retrograde. So if anything, once again, when I tell y'all retrogrades talk about going internal Capricorn, expand. Explore and have new experiences from an internal perspective first After September 5th, when Mercury stations direct and is, you know, good to go for the next however many months before Mercury retrogrades again By all means, you you, you go at that point At this point, I'm not going to say don't go I'm just going to say go internal. Discover, take this divine opportunity to get int, intimately acquainted with your wants and needs for expansion, freedom, space, exploration, new experiences from an internal perspective. So a lot, this is the area faith talks about beliefs and faith, you know, so allow yourself, while this is kind of shaky ground, quicksand, you know, Allow yourself to kind of question your needs for these things. What do you really need? If if you're like in a relationship, Capricorn, or something, you know, do I really want to be in a relationship where I'm not really allowed to expand or grow? You're not necessarily making power moves right now as it relates to this Capricorn, but you are reviewing it. You are reflecting on it. You are asking the, the tough questions that after September 5th, you'll be able to, you know, start more firmly planting your feet upon the ground that allows you to go on these adventures that you want to go on. Your adventure, Capricorn, may be one of learning. This there is space talks about learning, school. You can explore something and never leave your space physically. Taurus, for you. Taurus, sun, moon, and rising. For you, Mercury retrograde is hitting on uh, another earth sign. to Capricorn and Virgo, the very energy where we're having Mercury retrograde. Taurus, you're experiencing this from a perspective of this Leo energy. Okay? And so, you know, reviewing and reflecting for you over the next few weeks is really going to have a lot to do with your inner child. It's going to have a lot to do with the attention and the affection that you receive from others and give to others for that matter. It's going to have a lot to do with your ability to enjoy your life. It's going to have a lot to do with um, how the energy of being dramatic is showing up in your life. You may need to relook at some of these things, Taurus. Um, You may need to look at... If you're allowing yourself creative outlets that you can express, let your inner child come out and play in, that you can express your enjoyment and your generosity and your open heart in. Your Venus rule, Taurus. You want you want pleasure <laughs> and comfort like no other. You dang sure want some good food. <laughs> so, you know. A creative outlet for you could be in the area of food. It could be in the area of art and beauty, you know, these things that are natural to your energy. But whatever it is, you, you've got some time here to kind of see if certain people fit within the context of your enjoyment and open-heartedness and your inner child being allowed room to play, your creativity being a loud room. This is the area of children too. You may be Taurus. You may be rethinking if you want to have children or not, and coming to a final decision by the time Mercury stations direct September fifth on that. So that is you, Taurus, Aries, Aries for you. Mercury retrograde and Virgo is hitting on your Virgo house, baby. So look to an Aries near you (laughs) to see how, you know, uh, with a, a, a lot of intensity, how this Mercury retrograde in Virgo is playing out because they are experiencing it through the Virgo house of routine, daily life. These are the things that you're inspecting right now, you're reviewing right now, reflecting on right now, Aries, like your work situation. You know, do you, is this really the job for you? Should you be putting out feelers right now? This would be a good time, Aries, to put out feelers. If you want to kind of, I know Mercury is retrograde, so do you really want to put in an application? Mercury rules the paperwork and all this stuff. It pays. It might be a really good time to put in an application because the pe- Mercury is retrograding for everybody even the people in human resources, even the supervisors of certain departments and the managers of certain departments, they're, they're reviewing things. They're reflecting on things. Hmm. (laughs) Do, could we have some spaces opening up? (laughs) And that may be a good look for you. So, don't let Mercury Retrograde stop you, Aries. Definitely as it relates to your routine, your your uh, health regimen, your workout routine, and all that stuff, you could definitely be reviewing if, you know, do I need to reincorporate some of the stuff I used to do with my working out and all this stuff. This is a good time to try it out. Maybe by the time Mercury Stations direct September 5th, you end up letting it go. That's why I'm saying this is a sensitive time where nothing's really set in stone. So it's a good time to kind of play with stuff, with your chores, with tasks that you may have, with um, health concerns or issues, trying different um, things out as it relates to health. Um, as it relates to, I told you told you guys, low vibrational Virgo can be stressed. Like you can try some different things out as it relates to stress relief or coping um, skills, you know, that help with stress, they help alleviate stress, okay so this is good, really good time for for you Aries it, If it wasn't a mercury retrograde in this area of your chart, it would probably have a more negative connotation to it or at least the propensity or the potentiality for negative um, manifestations of this energy, but because it's a mercury retrograde, and things are kind of you know fluid anyway you you got some wiggle room to kind of play around with. it. May, if things are popping up now with any of the signs, whatever area, if things are popping up uh, for, uh, for instance, Gemini on the home front, you know, if things are popping up, Aries, in your health. Um, Taurus, if things are popping up with your ability to, like, relax and, you know, on the, on the negative front. If things are popping up, Capricorn, with your ability to expand or go back to school, like on the negative front, then you know. That's why I'm saying you don't have to hear me run down the list to know. If things are popping up, then you know this that's the notification on your phone going off. You know exactly what what needs to be reviewed, addressed, readdressed, you know, reflected upon. But if nothing's kind of popping up so far, like, I could say that same thing. Like, you know, I've been doing <laughs> this observation of Mercury retrograding in my particular chart of transit for years now. And so I'm not going to speak too soon because Mercury going to be retrograde for three weeks. Something could pop up. But if nothing kind of pops up, I don't have any major aspects from Mercury retrograde to my chart going on this time around. So if nothing really pops up, I can take a look at these areas and just kind of have. That's my I say, hell, it's retrograde anyway. Nothing's really sticking right now, anyway. Then it's room to kind of play around with some stuff and kind of, you know, get, put your feelers out there. And you got a little wiggle room while the the sands are shifting. All right, Leo, Leo, for you. This is this is for you, Mary Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Sun, moon, or rising in Leo Then um, for you, Mercury retrograde in Virgo Is definitely hitting on an area of your chart That has to do with finances uh, With security and stability A lot of the things I was talking about When I was talking about Earth energy And the Ace of Pentacles and all that stuff Pentacles, you know, Earth energy This area of your chart is ruled by Taurus Um which is ruled by Venus. Uh, So, you know, the money and the the finances and the things that you value are coming up for inspection, especially you, like I said about the Ace of Pentacles, you valuing yourself first. Leo, this area talks about your point of attraction. That's what I was trying to communicate (laughs) when I was describing Virgo Earth energy and Ace of Pentacles that governs Earth energy. It starts with you. The money is in your hand. The point of attraction is with you. That's why this area is based, Leo, which you tend not to really have big issues with, depending on the Leo and the different, you know, your particular natal chart. But this has a lot to do with confidence and self esteem and valuing yourself and appreciating yourself and finding yourself worthy. That's how the stuff comes to you. That's how you can tell, Leo, over the next few weeks, you you will be able to have a full, thorough inspection of your finances from the point of how you appreciate yourself and how you value yourself. If you're having financial issues right now, you can kind of look to yourself as having somewhat of a breakdown in, in, in values as it relates to being confident in yourself. There's a relationship there. So say it's spirituality and astrology. Make sure, if you if you value yourself enough, you're gonna have an emergency fund. That that'll be a real powerful thing to assess, Leo, over the next few weeks. Do you have an emergency fund for six months? What would it take reviewing what it would take to get a six to nine month emergency fund going, how much do I need to save out of every you know payment that I receive how How long will it take to get there? Where can I keep the money to where my money will actually be growing, even when I stop putting money into it? You're worth it, Leo. You're worth having an emergency fund. You're worth having a budget that you can stick to that allows for you to save and invest in yourself first. This also can be an energy where you can get stuck. This area of space can be real stubborn. It can be real inflexible, which is good when it comes to money. You've got to be inflexible and stubborn when it comes to, I don't care what happens, every payment I receive, I'm taking 15% of it and putting up. You've got to be inflexible when it comes to certain things. But in other ways where the inflexibility doesn't serve you, Leo, that's when you need to raise that vibration from inflexibility and stubbornness into determination. I, I will, come on, Leo, that's your motto anyway, I will put away X amount of money every time without fail, no excuses. I will not touch it in case of emergency, and I will designate and determine what an emergency consists of so in any other situation, it doesn't get touched. I don't need an emergency bag. I don't need an emergency pair of shoes or an emergency hairdo. That's you. That's you. Okay, Leo. Cancer. For you, Mercury retrograde is um, um, highlighting an area of your chart that deals with Mercury specifically, deals with issues where communication can come up, cancer, and and you just want to be understood. You just want people to understand you. You just want to understand others. You just want to have open, honest communication. You just want to, you know, allow ideas to flow without having to deal with a whole lot of confusion or, you know, um, a lot of changes. But during this time, this is the very area that's up for review, reflection, and inspection, okay, Cancer. So, um, if you're experiencing a lot of changing of your mind and, you know, do I really want this or do I not? For right now, that's okay. That's to be expected between the 12th, yesterday, and September the 5th. That's what Mercury Retrograde is all about, It um, being uh, understanding of that showing up in others around you, cancer, their inability to stick, make a decision or stick to the, their decision during this time. Um so what could end up being a benefit to you cancer is things coming the things coming back up the fact that they are even coming back up to be discussed um, ideas that you've had before, you know, uh, may not involve anybody else at all. Just old thoughts and ideas that you've had, um, old plans, you know, Mercury. Oh, things that I told you, Mercury governs, you know, right the writing. It may be something you wrote down long ago that you come across this um, this area of your chart. Also, a paperwork. It may be some old files or papers that you're going through that comes back around and it sparks, re-sparks an idea or re you know, invigorate some old plans that you have. That's what this time is going to be really good for you for, okay, Cancer? Um, an old message, you know, anything Mercurial-related, Cancer. Scorpio, for you, Mercury Retrograde is highlighting a part of your chart that deals with groups that you're associated with, okay? Um, you're could definitely be questioning um, your association with particular groups, um, your association with particular friends, those types of relationships, friendships. Um, This area of your chart also deals with former lovers. So it may be um, a relationship with an ex that you are, you know, pontificating about how you feel about it, how you want you know, I I use feel specifically since you're a a water sign, Scorpio. But definitely with the, in the context of Mercury retrograde, what you think about it? What you think about them, this group, this friendship, this um former lover. And it could be a dream, you know, a dream for your future that comes back up for inspection. Do I really want to do this? You know, do I really want to experience this? Do I really want to aim for this um, as it relates to my future? And so, and definitely this is the area of your chart that can deal with electronics and uh, um, technology, <laughs> Scorpio, so For you, you definitely want to kind of get ahead of that energy as well. Um, It's all up for inspection, Scorpio, all those things I've listed. So indulge that. You know, I know Scorpio likes to go deep. Scorpio likes to be intense. Scorpio likes to be extreme. Scorpio likes to investigate and research. You can play around all up in this area of space, Scorpio, to your heart's content. Over the next few weeks, and thereby on September the 5th going forward, you can settle on something knowing that you have done all the research, investigation, deliberation that you're obsessing over <laughs> that you need to or want to do as it relates to these types of issues, groups um, that you associate with, friendships, love lovers, the whole nine. Got two more to go, y'all. Libra. For you, Mercury retrograde in Virgo is lighting up um, an area of your chart that deals with the past, okay? So you could definitely have Libra have some past issues, um, deals with the subconscious. It may be some things popping up for you, Libra, that you haven't been consciously aware of, but I promise you it's been there. It's been there, just bubbling right beneath the surface, just wanting your attention. But maybe it took this Mercury retrograde during this air, in this area of your uh, of of your chart and space to pop up for you into your conscious awareness. Um, old fears in this area of space, okay? Um, old uh, uh, hidden enemies. Here you know people you have forgotten about that they're they're making a resurgence. this is a beautiful thing for you, Libra on the cool, because normally this area of space is very beneath the surface, very subconscious, very hidden very beyond beyond the veil, and during this time it's popping up into not only your conscious um awareness but your conscious mind mental mercury so um it's a gift. Whatever pops up, as a, it's a lot of this is an area that talks about spirituality, and so you you will have access to this energy of spirituality to even deal with it, Libra. You may not even have to deal with it in, in a physical way. It may be a ritual or it's a spiritual you know activity or endeavor or practice that you do that takes care of all that. This is a beautiful area of space, Libra. This is an area of space that's governed by Pisces. Whatever pops up you can merge with it. <laughs> Whatever pops up you can forgive it. Whatever pops up you can unconditionally love it and accept it and surrender to it. Dissolve it. Come on, Libra. Work your work your work your spiritual magic, all right? Aquarius, um and then after September the fifth, um, Libra, uh you be done handling that once and for all. Aquarius, for you, Mercury retrograde is happening in an area of space that deals with all of these Scorpio things. I was just talking to Scorpio about describing their own energy. It's happening in a Scorpio area of space for you, Aquarius. So as things pop up over the next few weeks, Mercury retrograde, that you're going to have to review, reflect on, redo, um, you know, that come back up to be dealt with, it's probably going to be really deep things, Aquarius. It's probably going to be really psychological things, really intense and extreme things. So you're not going to be one of the signs I say. Well, you know, nothing may pop up. You know, if, if nothing pops up, you can kind of play around. For you, stuff is probably going to pop up. <laughs> and if it when and if it pops up, Aquarius. Look to you first, even if it is reflected in the external experience with you and somebody else, or you know something in your external awareness that comes to your attention. May it let it direct you to you, because it'll be you'll gain a higher perspective when you can um, access it psychologically. Okay, you can gain a higher perspective when you can see your ability, no matter how extreme and intense it is, to uh, transform it yourself. And so there's a real uh, gift of this energy, Aquarius, for you to uh, transform whatever comes up into whatever you want or need it to be. But it's probably going to be real deep and extreme, and it could be a little unpleasant, but fearlessly endeavor to um, master it anyway, okay? I was being a little distracted there because somehow, someway, we have wrapped up our time on the show today. Wow. One beautiful thing is I have access to this channel um a little more freedom to come To come uh, to broadcast So I'm going to try to come back Tomorrow and uh, Cover some things I didn't get to cover In the meantime and in between time Stay connected, know I love you and thank you Thank you, thank you For your listenership, I appreciate you Peace